Hey y'all, today is February 20th, 2019, and all my plans for today episode, completely corrupted. Nonetheless, this is episode four, season two of God News and Interviews. <sighs> Podcasting is one of my hobbies, and to one extent, it's a bit of a side hustle. And what I wanted to talk about today, given the circumstance that my plans are gone (laughs) is this article that popped up on manrepeller.com by molly conway called the modern trap of turning hobbies into hustles now the episode that i planned for today was interviewing one of my sister friends named cy white she's this amazing writer and i'm still editing that very long episode what happened with the audio is it kind of got overdubbed in the incorrect order And unfortunately, it's not an easy fix. So it's going to take me some time. But y'all just keep on your laurels about that one. It's coming. But let's talk about this first. There's this article that's floating around. It was published on the 18th of this month. And basically, uh, the best way to summarize it is you can do something you love just because you love it. You don't have to monetize your joy. There seems to be a lot of people floating around with this implied Uh, pressure that anything that they enjoy doing has to be turned into a hustle and a lot of that I feel is uh, very reflective of Gen X and Millennials because we are both generations who came up with um, the necessity of of wanting to break the mold and find lifelong fulfillment in a job I think that's absolutely ridiculous and encouraged to do what we love and it'll never feel like work. Well, that that's a lie. That's an absolute lie. I've most certainly worked jobs that had nothing to do with my personal interests that I ended up being able to enjoy. Much the same that I've done things that I deeply love and turning it into a means of additional income turned me off from it. But what I, I can't connect with on this, and a lot of people, this seems to be deeply resonating with them, is how that they... Um, how that they, how they feel this sudden uh, guilt and, and discomfort when someone asks them if their hobby is also purchasable. I can't, I can't connect with that. That's not familiar to me. I have a very set mindset that is capped with the phrase "I do what I want," and I've been like that my entire life. To the frustration of parents, of employers, and of other family members and friends. Ashley's not going to do what she don't want to do. And she's not going to do what she doesn't want to do at any point of any time. I preference, and perhaps you can just call it excruciatingly selfish, but I preference my needs and my peace of mind before others. And sometimes my desires of whatever it is I hope to accomplish for a larger group that either I'm directly responsible for or I feel a sense of responsibility towards, I will go um, balls to the wall for them too. But you're not going to make me do anything I don't want to do. Not ever, not ever, never. So this pressure that people feel, is this something you can relate to? Do you have a story that maybe you could share with me about it, about how maybe you're really good at doing floral arrangements 
and money is a little bit tight and you've thought about making it a hustle, but you've also thought about the burden of how it could take the joy out of it for you. Or maybe you took something that you never thought could be monetized and now it's your day-to-day work. What are the, the extremes of all of this? Like, I know a lot of people who are commenting on it, they're like, you know, I don't, I don't want to take it and, and do this and fall out of love with it and whatnot. There are plenty of things I have chosen to do that I don't have too much of a deep rooted passion for, but I knew it gets me, I know that it would get me to my next goal in a more efficient manner. So I can bite that bullet maybe a little bit better than other people can. I am not um, quiet nor ashamed to admit that I have a goal of being a millionaire. Um, it, it, it's, it's nothing to be ashamed of in my book. Uh, I take the Mary J. Blige approach about it, how she said, my God didn't want me to be poor. <laughs> I don't have to be boist, boisterous about it. I don't have to be flamboyant about finances and whatnot. But that's always been a pursuit of mine. And it's not because I want to go and put on uh, high-end clothes that an average person such as myself, because I am an average person, can no longer use. I want to be able to turn that stuff around and, and throw it back towards my family, being able to invest in their dreams, their hopes. Maybe they want to go to trade school and become an engineer, or maybe they want to uh, maybe they want to go to college and come out and do something that allows them to work in the public or private sector or start developing a corporation and they don't need to go to a college or anything, but they need some more detailed workshops that cost a little bit. I want to help with that. Maybe they just want to make sure that they don't handle leaks in their roof because they went and bought their house in their 20s, which is something I was incapable of doing. And they've been in it for X amount of years and they just need a little help. That's what I want my millions for. Nobody's going to suck me dry. I'm still able to make decisions about what's going on with my money. But those are my desires. So that's what I wanted to share with you all today. And I'm looking forward to hearing what your feedback is. Um, Hopefully in two weeks. We'll have new clean audio of that lovely, lovely interview I had with Sai. I cannot stress enough. I want you all to be eager on the edge of your seats about it. She is a music journalist and a, a just a living, breathing encyclopedia of music passion. It's it's just it's the dopest thing ever. All right, let's end this, eh? <laughs> y'all have a good one. Bye, y'all.